Humboldt. Last week. Hey, I'm Miles Cochran. This is Humboldt Last Week, a way to hear highlights from Humboldt's last week of news while you do stuff. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, KimKemp.com, and top podcast platforms. And hey, if you like Humboldt Last Week on Facebook, you get episode updates and local content and win some stuff. Humboldt Last Week has been a thing for a whole year now. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. I made this thing basically for myself because I was looking for something out there like it and didn't even really think I'd be able to get my dog to listen to this, let alone bring in 1,100 listeners a week and be able to team up with local businesses. Turns out the dog listens too. He just chills at my feet here sometimes. And just to give you an inside look, Humboldt last week is really bare bones. Comes out of this tiny bedroom studio where I've got worn out equipment and dated software and a really tiny amount of spare time and maybe even some of my daughter's stuffed animals on the floor. But I seriously make this with so much love for Humboldt. This has become another way that you stay connected with our community. Please do keep telling your friends, family, and your coworkers to listen. And hey, my girlfriend and I just teamed up to get some stickers and t-shirts going. If you're interested, I'll be giving those out on the Facebook in the coming months as well. Well, episode partnership this week comes from Bongo Boy Studio. They just wrapped up their annual studio upgrade and deep clean, making sure everything is working perfect. Musicians really love that because it limits any retakes. You know, they don't want to have to record a perfect take again due to a technical difficulty. So Bongo Boy is dedicated to making sure a high-end recording experience is within reach of anyone who has a dream. You can check them out at bongoboystudio.com. And also, Ferndale Music Company with veteran songwriter Tom Rush playing at the Old Steeple on October 4th. He has been covered by Waylon Jennings and Olivia Newton-John, among others. His shows are filled with the rib-aching laughter of terrific storytelling, the sweet melancholy of ballads, and the passion of gritty blues. That's Tom Rush at the Old Steeple in Ferndale, October 4th. Tickets at FerndaleMusicCompany.com. Well, that was fast now that Marie Callender's near the mall and Eureka said goodbye or good pie after 20 years. A Mexican chain restaurant is opening up there. That would be Tres Picosos. Their press release says they evolved traditional plates with unique, healthier, and flavorful ingredients. I might give that a try when they open next month, but either way, I'll mostly stick to the zillions of locally owned Mexican restaurants here. Hey, how about Kirsten Blunt? I mean, Kirsten Dunst. So apparently when she was here filming Woodshock, A-list actress Kirsten Dunst got unsuspectingly super baked due to the work of some locals. Here she is talking about that with Jimmy Kimmel. She apparently thought she was smoking fake joints for a scene. So one of the producers comes in and they're like, how do you feel? I was like, I feel terrible. I don't know what's wrong with me. Da-da-da-da. He goes back. He looks at all the, you know, everything that I smoked and makes sure everything's okay. He came back. He's like... Oh, you smoked a full blunt on one of the takes. And we're talking about Humboldt weed, okay? This is, like, I don't smoke full joints. This is, like, strong What happened? (laughs) One got in there somehow? Well, they had locals roll the joints for us. Oh, yeah, you can't. You can never have locals. (laughs) I mean, and they just threw some in for fun. I was like, what? I was dumb. I was like crying, laughing, eating but a peanut butter sandwich. I couldn't film anymore. They sent me home. I was a total mess. I've never been that stoned in my entire life. I was so That's courtesy of ABC. You can check out the full video at the Humboldt Last Week Facebook. 
Well, there's a new program in Arcata called Zagster, and no, it's not a subsidy for rolling papers. It's a bike-sharing service. Basically, there's an app. You go to these stations, pay 2 bucks an hour or 20 bucks for a year, and you can rent these fancy white bicycles. There's two stations on campus at HSU, and they're planning on putting stations in town in Arcata. According to North Coast News, the city of Eureka also expressed interest in the project. Stand-up comedy at the upgraded Minor Theater in Arcata. That's new, and it's going to be awesome. Tom Rhodes is headlining Thursday, the 28th. While we sit there in those new comfy seats, Tom Rhodes, of course, collaborates with Joe Rogan, Mark Marin, Dave Attell, all kinds of stars in the comedy world. He gets love from the New York Times. He's got Netflix specials. He's a Comedy Central guy. And my friend Kim Hodges is also going to do a set there, so that's a plus. Kim actually gave me a couple tickets to give out, so keep an eye on the Humboldt Last Week Facebook on Tuesday if you want to go. $50 pair of tickets could be all yours. Again, that shows Thursday the 28th at the Minor. Well, around 150 people got together along 5th in Eureka to protest Rob Arkley and his attempt to prevent a Native American island from being given back to Native Americans. That would be Indian Island between Eureka and Samoa. The event organizer partially told Loco, this is a big step for Eureka to give land back to a tribe and it should be honored. Can I buy the cemetery where your loved ones are buried and make a park? No, that would be completely inappropriate, she said. Of course, historically, Indian Island or Tuluat Island was the site of a brutal Wiat massacre. Arkley's main response to criticism over this so far is that he wants to purchase the island in order to preserve it for the entire community. There are no suspects in this case where an HSU student was murdered at a house party back in April. According to the Mad River Union, APD wants a known but reluctant witness to come forward. An ex-FBI investigator's report is due in two weeks or so. A final forensic determination is coming, but we don't know when. And law enforcement still has some belongings of the initial suspect in the event he's charged again. There's a Facebook support group now for the Rio Dell parents facing murder charges after an alleged hash lab op in their garage killed someone. So who are these people? Parents to kids 9 and 7, it looks like David Paul is a long-haul truck driver, and Tamara Paul is maybe a tax preparer. Hundreds of people are supporting them. So yeah, a murder charge for a hash lab explosion. According to Loco, California's felony murder rule says a person can be charged with murder if someone dies, even by accident, during the commission of certain felonies. The suspect accused of burning down the Blue Heron along Broadway in Eureka pleaded not guilty and will face a jury trial in November, according to the Times Standard. A guy who used to be a correctional officer at the jail was arrested for child molestation. That would be 30-year-old Corey Fisher, who's accused of doing disgusting things to kids. His bail was set at a million bucks. North Coast News says he's suspected of crimes against three boys, 15 and younger. According to Kim Kemp, he resigned as a correctional officer back in August. And Loco mentioned he glared defiantly in the courtroom last week. His estranged wife seemed distraught, and he pleaded not guilty. His preliminary hearing was set for October 4th. 
So you know all about public defenders, lawyers that'll rep people that cannot afford an attorney. Well, the public defender's office here is, whoa, it is low staffed. They just lost four attorneys. And one direct impact of this is they're delaying John Goldberg's case until next year. That's the Fortuna man accused of murdering someone that was having an affair with his wife. Apparently, the caseload is too high with not enough lawyers. Former public defender and local defense attorney Patrick Griego told the Times Standard he thinks these lawyers are resigning due to a lack of supervision from their new boss, David Marcus. And did you see this in the journal? A judge recently decided to look at this case challenging whether or not this new public defender boss, David Marcus, meets the minimum state standards to have his job. Guy does not appear to be very popular within that office. We'll follow that story. Last week, I did a story about a Eureka nonprofit suspending community cleanups after their volunteers were met with violent incidents. Hatcher Executive Director Brandy Wilson spoke with me about the violence these oftentimes homeless volunteers dealt with and how she believes this came from misinformation about Hatcher. They do needle exchanges, harm reduction, things like that. Anyway, a couple days after that interview came out, Hatcher released a statement saying that while their volunteers won't be doing cleanups for now, their board members have volunteered to dedicate every Sunday to cleaning up our community, getting dirty needles off the streets. So this is messed up. A man in Arcata who is sleeping on some stairs was allegedly lit on fire, which also ended up burning the big church across from Wells Fargo, a couple blocks down from the plaza. This 28-year-old fella had severe burns on his head and hands and was airlifted out to a burn unit in Sacramento, listed in serious but stable condition. Because the victim's name has not yet been released, UC Davis was not able to give me an update on his status. So you can see in the photos, this church entrance was heavily burned. You see in the Mad River Union, it was also said that the arsonist broke into the church beforehand. Yeah. The Arcata Police Department said witnesses described the suspect as possibly Hispanic with short brown hair wearing a gray sweatshirt. APD's just trying to figure out, was this arsonist trying to burn the man who was sleeping on the steps of a church? Or was he trying to burn the church? Or both? Here's APD Detective Sergeant Todd Dockweiler talking to KIEM reporter Braley Whistler. So at this point, that's one of the things we're still trying to figure out. Um, there could be a lot of different motivations for someone doing this, and it is important for us to be able to identify, was this directed at the individual, um, or is it, um, is it more directed at the church? So that's something that we're still trying to really sort out, and again, that's going to determine from talking to witnesses and Hopefully we can get a little more information from the victim in this case as well once he's able. And here's KIEM anchor Monica Petrozelli. Detective Sergeant Todd Dockweiler says the investigation is still in the early stages and right now the department is focusing on reviewing the evidence collected from the scene and retrieving surveillance from the surrounding businesses. They're also in the process of gathering statements of all the witnesses who were at the scene. So the church... More here from the Union. Arcata's Presbyterian Church, built in 1917, saw damage largely contained to the outside area. A deacon said the doors did their job. According to North Coast News, there's a chance Wells Fargo can provide some good video footage. It's an arson case and an assault case. The suspect likely used a flammable liquid to make this happen. And the church has been remembering the victim in their prayers. 
According to Nazi Javid of North Coast News, a similar incident might have happened five days later on the steps across from the courthouse in Eureka, the job market. Early reports suggested a sleeping man had his sleeping bag lit on fire, and luckily, apparently, this man was able to strip down before getting burned. So are these two incidents related? Eureka City Councilman Austin Allison said, I'm so unbelievably sorry that there are people out in this community who would commit such a heinous act to another human being. I don't care who you are, where you've been. You can end up on the street just like the many who are in trouble, cold, and tired. To be attacked in a manner like this just for trying to sleep somewhere is absolutely appalling and shameful. We need to be tolerant of one another. Dangerous words can lead to dangerous acts. Please, 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 if you see someone saying something hateful, make sure to tell them that what they are saying is not right. We cannot have violence like this in our community. I will not stand for it, and neither should you. Again, that's Eureka City Councilman Austin Allison. And then there was this super popular sentiment from the community on Loco's social media. Jason partially wrote, The homeless in this area are demonized every day. I don't know if the Arcata incident is directly related to the hatred for the homeless, but let's take a moment and think about it. Stop being dicks for like five minutes, and remember, they were someone's baby once. They're human beings. They aren't all thieves, drug addicts, and convicts. Any witnesses are asked to contact the Arcata Police Department and Eureka Police Department. tough. Again, this is Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. This is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, KimKemp.com, and top podcast platforms. Please like Humboldt Last Week on Facebook for episode updates, local content, and to win stuff. Want to one more time thank our episode partners this week, Ferndale Music Company with Tom Rush playing at the Old Steeple on October 4th, and Bongo Boy Studio. Find him at bongoboystudio.com. We'll talk to you again next week. Oh, and here's this. Hi, Humboldt! Say, have a good week. Have a good week. Bye. 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 Humble. Last. Week.